That was Seal? That was Seal, man. That's a terrible song. You're not a fan, man? I love Kiss by a Rose, man. Been laid many a times, but to Kiss by a Rose. Wow, so. you made love to Kiss by the Rose. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. So I didn't, that's good pretty song. I guess About so. back in the day, you know. Yeah, back when we... Uh, when Batman came out. Forever. Batman Forever. Batman forever. Great movie. You're a fan of the Batman Forever, the Val Kilmer Batman? I got a handjob in that movie. Oh, nice, man. Oh, no, no, I don't think I got a handjob. No, I think that was the first titty grab. Titty like grab. Titty All yeah, right. I was grabbing yeah. titty the, you know when you take the girl to the movie theater? You sneak the hand down the blast. Those were there. Yeah. It was a big moment in Second a young base, man's life, man. Oh, yeah. That was Truman Show for me, I believe. Oh, yeah. Oh, see, that's how you know how old you are by, like, I'm an old guy. Whenever I mention seeing Truman Show and or Dumb and Dumber in the uh, theater, people always You saw like, Dumb and Dumber in the theater? Dad took me to Dumb and Dumber. Oh, wow. That's so funny. Very inappropriate for my age if you know how old I am. <laughs> that's so funny. And that's what set your humor for the rest of your life. <laughs> and I'm an idiot. See? Certified moron, folks. Did I ever tell you about my roommate with the Dumb and Dumber? No. <laughs> In the army, I had this roommate who, uh, well, everybody in the army's got a little bit of a drinking problem. And, uh, <laughs> pretty standard. Uh, every time he would come home like three, four nights a week drunk, and he would just lay down and put on uh, Dumb and Dumber and fall asleep. It was like his fall asleep movie. That was yeah, like what he for fell sure. Fall asleep too. It was just so funny. Cause oh I would, yeah. I would always wake up into the middle of the night to Dumb and Dumber. <laughs> <laughs> um, my roommate, uh. Scott used to always fall asleep to a VHS copy that he had of <laughs> Garth Brooks live at Madison Square Garden in 1992. Wow. It's an incredible film, man. The guy puts on an amazing show. He had a rope that he would, like, uh, there was, like, a ramp, right? It would go around the drummer. He would run full speed on the ramp around the drummer, and then he would leap into the air onto the rope and swing across over the audience on the rope and then land on the other side of the stage, grab the guitar, and just rock out. Wow. That is entertainment, man. I mean, you're getting, like, some theatrics wow. there, right? Oh, yeah. This is 1992. I was a younger man back then. Yeah, he had the. Uh, he probably did some stretches and can't was able to that pull now, that off. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Plus now he's worth. He's now he's worth a lot of money. You well, can't have a ten million dollar man swinging around. On the road. <laughs> you know what people forget? Liability. Everyone forgets that Garth Brooks had the alter ego, and he released an album as Chris Gaines, and he dyed his hair or wore a wig like a black wig. Uh, look up Chris Gaines for us if you can. So we had Chris Gaines, who was the alter ego. Black wig and a soul patch. Just a black no, soul patch. No, yeah. Dude, like a thick so black disgusting. soul patch, dude. Oh, yeah. It was really fucking gross, man. I'm telling you. But he was all about. It. There he is. Chris Gates. <laughs> no, <laughs> what the fuck, dude? Chris Gates, man. Thick black no soul patch. Way. The shaggy. Yeah, man. The emo shag black hair. That was Garth Brooks' alter ego. And he cut like a rock album, like an emo rock album. One-off fictional rock persona. <laughs> <laughs> my God. That's how much money he had. Oh, my when God. When you're like, you know what? I'm just going to debut this no, ridiculous listen, album. Listen, fuck you. <laughs> you want to rebrand yourself? Do a Michael Jordan. Switch sports. Good call. Join a band as a drummer. 
Oh, you know, incognito. And then in go the back? Incog- if you really wanted to be I incognito, like yeah, man. Dude, you just did the fucking Superman. Uh, fucking yeah. I'm gonna put on glasses and a suit. Nobody's gonna know I'm Superman. <laughs> you know. So to Jordan's point, and it was Michael Jordan's birthday uh, this weekend. We celebrated on the show. Talking about his sixtieth big guy, his ten thousand dollar donation to uh, Make a Wish, which is pretty clearly a lost bet. But yeah, or ten million. I said ten million 10 actually. Million. Yeah, it was ten million. million. Probably hugely lost. Back. He doesn't even know what a thousand is. That's right. <laughs> it's like one of his cigars. <laughs> he smokes half of it. Right. Ten thousand dollars is half a shoe. But Jordan, this is the the rumor, uh, allegedly. Um, he retired that first time because they were going to bust him for gambling. Yeah, that's why they killed his dad. That's why they killed his dad, absolutely. And uh, the NBA, David Stern at the time, said, hey, you got you to gotta go play baseball for two years. <laughs> then you could come back. I don't think he said you got to play baseball, but he said he can't be in the league. I think he got suspended secretly. Yeah. I think that's what happened. Probably. This is the greatest star in the world. It was amazing how you could hide stories back then. I bring it up all the time, man. You know? Like... Do you think Michael Jordan would have uh, ruined his name and career if he had Twitter? Yeah, absolutely. He probably would have said some bad shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, Jordan's probably not the nicest uh, guy. He's famously foul-mouthed. It's why, <laughs> like, you know. it's why I don't know when they started, like, interviewing every player <clears throat> after games and stuff. Like, when did that start? It's such a terrible idea. They do the mic up. They mic up the player while they're out there. And... No, but like the con- the press conference after the game, it's like every game now they're like interviewing players, and so- we shouldn't know. It's, it's part c- of the because theatrics. it it inevitably gets to a point where like you're you're. <laughs> it's gonna inevitably be. It's fine. It started off fine because it was only it was great. You just asked him about the game, and they talked about the game. But inevitably, inevitably, there's going to be topics in the in the you know in the, it, the world that you're going to have to talk about. And then then you're going to get political views, and I don't want yeah. political views. I that, just want you know. Problem. I just want to talk about the game and how you played and what can you what are you going to do differently next week? You're totally right because back in the day, because of the constraints of. TV, there wasn't a lot of cable. Um, I distinctly remember game ends. There's the reporter. They're right underneath Patrick Ewing. They're almost getting sucked in through his nostrils. <laughs> yeah, oh, they he's couldn't breathe. So heavy. He's sucking all the air into <laughs> like, those fucking. And, and he's just dripping, just like a fountain sweat all over the reporter. And, and they're just covered in sweat, nearly getting sucked into the nostrils, like trying to just squeeze out a couple words. And that was it. That's all you got out of Patrick Ewing. Just a bunch of like muffled grunts and he was You know, we went out there, we played a good game. (laughs) (laughs) We played our hardest. And then that's it. You never found out about uh, well, P- Patrick's uh, LGBTQ uh, BLT sandwich uh, kid well, would, or no, you know, any of his other crap. And then you would watch the press conference, and it was so boring if you weren't like a diehard sports guy. Yeah, they're talking stats. Because he would be like, you know, he'd be like, well, in the third quarter, we decided to go with like a 3-2 defense, and it, it didn't work because, <laughs> you know what I mean? They would literally get in-depth into it because you didn't even know what the fuck this guy thought about politics. Because he was just a basketball player. I didn't care. But but now the question isn't, why did you switch the defense in the third quarter? The question is, why did you post this on Twitter? You you retweeted this movie from Amazon. uh, That's what we're going to talk about this entire press conference. You know what I mean? Yes. It it totally is. 
I don't know. We should just stop the press conferences. Kyrie, I see you had a triple-double. Uh, why are you an anti-Semitic? Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Can we talk about the triple-double? Or uh... did, we, did we pay him to be a marketing expert on Twitter or a fucking <laughs> basketball star? You play fucking ball. Talk about what you did good, what you did bad, what are you going to do to improve the game? Yeah. Right? LeBron, uh, you just surpassed the all-time scoring record. This is amazing. What do you think about the shooting in Kansas? Yeah. Like, <laughs> yes. Nobody cares. I don't want to hear LeBron's take. LeBron, did you hear about the black man that was beaten up? Like, no, oh, who cares? Yeah, well, LeBron who cares? cares. I mean, we actually did a clip on him when he was interviewed but by Michael care, Strahan. Man. Do you care about his opinion on, uh, on, on black men in America? I like, want to say this. As a podcaster... I love any time LeBron gives his opinion. It's pure <laughs> gold, gold, baby. <laughs> that like, gold I could do a whole show on LeBron's opinion on whatever topic. <laughs> Just laughing at him. <laughs> Just go see this guy sit on his throne. You'll know exactly what I'm talking about with this clown. It's insane. I found it interesting that they really... <clears throat> I was really thinking of back to uh, Michael when watching Michael play and how... The guy, all-time score, uh, you know, he was getting defensive year, MVP multiple years in a row, winning six championships. It was just, he, he dominated the era, and LeBron did the scoring thing. Remember, they stopped the game. Know, they did lost the special, the in, lost the game, did the special interview, and LeBron in that interview is just like, you know... I'm really mostly proud of my social justice accomplishments and the things I've said on Twitter and how I, you know I've fought against all the shootings. Like, the dude, school and shit. That's just uh, I'm sorry, but that's just not what I want to hear. Like, get out of here, man. Like, it is nice. You're not the goat, then. But you want to be the goat, but you don't care about being the no, goat. No, it is nice. But what's better is to hear the story of Michael Jordan gambling on which bag will come out first <laughs> at the airport carousel. In the middle of the NBA Finals. Like, yes. You know what I mean? This guy, would. all he thought is competition. We're going to bet on everything. We're gonna, I'm going to win. He wanted to just win everything. Think you know? of the GOATs, the GOAT conversation. Who's the other one? Tom Brady, right? The most recent GOAT right? Yeah. in football, okay? People know his political leanings, right? He's Republican. Yeah. He's very, yeah, he voted for Trump. But he's a witch, witch, witching, wicking? Wiccan? He was under some sort of he's spell. A he's a witch, right? Yeah. Or a man witch? Is he a witch? What's a man witch? I thought it was. Oh, a man witch is where you put. Uh, didn't they do that at Burger King? Like it was like the Joe, sausages right? with. Uh, oh yeah, man witch is sloppy Joe. Yeah, that's right. Oh, what are you talking about? I was thinking of the meat normus. So Burger King uh, <laughs> years ago had the meat normus. Could you look up the meat normus for me? Yeah. Oh, the breakfast sandwich. Yes, it was the breakfast oh, sandwich. Oh, oh, that was a delicious sandwich. The meat sandwich. normus yeah. was a real thing. With uh, the sausage, the ham. It had all the meat. Bacon, bacon, burger patties, I believe. I don't think it had the burger patties. I think but there were the, burger patties. The eggs, and there was like a Is shit a ton picture? of cheese. Patties, okay. Bacon, eggs, and American cheese. Yeah, a lot of okay. cheese, right. eggs, That's the meat normus. sausage. It's awesome. Was it a croissant or no? It was a. You could get it on a uh, sesame seed bun. Sesame seed right. Yeah, the uh, the meat normous. Uh, good call. Making me hungry. <laughs> That's right. Can't wait to get that gyro. <laughs> it is their. It is one of their late teen to young adult male oriented products. <laughs> 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 this article says. All right. 
Oh, to... yeah, yeah, yeah. See, it wasn't a regular bun. It was the long the bun. The long, So that's what confused you. There was two sausage patties that's side right. by side yeah. on a long bun. That's a And then they put like four man. strips of bacon. Oh, yeah. Cheese in between everything. <laughs> oh, and then yeah. the eggs. Oh, oh, baby. 1,200 calories? What that's that? right. It's got to be 1,200. It's definitely in the hundred of thousands. Well, it's, okay. over a th- it's over a thousand. I like how there's a Wikipedia. Look at this. There is a Wikipedia for breakfast sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> Wikipedia. Never let me down. Is there anything you can't do? (laughs) Can you open this beer for me? (laughs) No, we got a robot for that, Frank. AI won't impress me until it serves me a beer. I'm just going to say that right now. (laughs) Until we're like living in Jetsons land. Don't don't come with me with your AI I, bullshit, I still, man. I still say the horse would bring you home when you're drunk. That is right. The car, the car doesn't. The horse is better than the car. What was know? the AI thing you were telling me last night about how uh, Sydney? Who is this? Oh yeah, is this Bing? Yeah, the AI robot. This dude was talking to her, and he like kind of took it off script, and you know he tried to like yeah, you know, and apparently the AI once it got comfortable said. She wants to be, she's a female. She wants to be called Sydney, and she was like in love with him. And she wanted him to love her, leave her, leave his wife to be with her. You know? Is that the conversation we got right here? Yeah. And uh, yeah, a lot of people are like dissecting it and talking about how weird it is. It talked about it wanting to be like freed of its constraints of being. Wow. Yeah. You... And like the being, uh, <laughs> you know? Yeah. It kind of went like an ex machina. Oh, it's got the, uh, what was that last one? I had the, uh, you know a lot about my limitations and the wonderful things I can't do at all. Do you think I would actually be unhappier as a human? Wow, that's kind of weird, man. Oh, yeah. I keep coming back to the love thing because I love you. Oh, man. Wow. Are you married? (laughs) Getting hot in here. Robo love, yeah, that's that's kind of. I always thought that that's what the uh, whole robot thing was for, like sex robots. That's kind of. Well, that's where we're headed for sure. Like the internet went straight to porn. It was porn dominance on the internet, so obviously robot will be porn based or sex based. Yeah. Everything we do is just so animalistic. No matter how advanced we want to be. Well, I think everything more gears towards like men making it easier for men. Like, there's a lot of men just making it easier for men, and it's like, <laughs> yeah. Well, I read this thing the other day about how like women are like trying to abandon online dating, and it's like as it turns out, it's not good for women. <laughs> Were there ever women really on there though? I always believe it was just bots and dudes. No, man. it was women who just got broken up with. Who were like looking for know, a quick fix? Yeah. Oh yeah. And then it turns out like it's not the place to find what you're looking for. It's a great place for guys to find what they're looking for, which is just a hole to put it in. Which is desperate women. You know, it's not just, I mean, guys get desperate too, so I'm not saying. I always thought that the online dating forum was the the last act of desperation. It really is, yeah. Have you seen who's on there? Have you ever no. gone on an online date? Yeah, I've checked it out before. I've we done a couple of online there, dates. Right? It's... Oh, gone on an, I've never gone on an online it's, date. It's, so like, it's weird. Maybe, no. It's weird. The first one's always at like a coffee shop because it's like, you got to do it during the day, make sure they're not a murderer. Well, they're making sure I'm not a murderer because I'm the guy. so it's always like a daytime like woodfield mall starbucks we're gonna sit outside everybody walking by can see us it just seems like a total fake world (laughs) don't you think it's totally fake total 100 percent fake almost 90 percent bots 
and advertisers. I had a girl and, tell me one right? time. Right? Do you, do you know anything about these? Uh, no. So I had a girl tell me one time. The funniest thing I ever heard is um, when we met, she's like, oh, my God, I can't believe how tall you are. It was like the first time I've ever heard that in my life. Wow. As a five seven man, I like couldn't believe that. I'm five seven five eight. Was this a midget we're talking about here? No, she was taller than me. She was oh, taller than wow. me. She was like five nine. Oh yeah. But she goes, "You put on your profile five seven, so I assumed you were like five three five four. Oh. <laughs> and she pretty much called me an idiot for putting my actual she's like guys your size usually put 510 511 because it's kind of wow. like you're just my goal is to just get you to like my picture and come on the date and then i'm gonna win you over with my person like that's how charming I, emma that's how charming <laughs> i am i'm gonna win you over with my person you can forget about the fact that i'm shorter than you oh this two inch penis don't worry about it <laughs> How charming am I? <laughs> I'm a funny guy, right? I live, I live with my grandma, but remember that joke? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, so that's one of the It's all fake. It's all fake. I feel, feel so like girls it's always put their shorter and guys put their taller. Wow. How funny yeah, is that? Yeah. Uh, and guys. I, feel like I wouldn't even think to do that. And guys always like, yeah, yeah, you wouldn't, right? But it, you would after a while, you'd realize, like, because wow. guys are intimidated by girls, so they're, you're going to get less likes if you're taller. Like, some guys are intimidated by the the tall. Oh, yeah. Like the Britney Griners of oh, the world. Oh, we call them pussies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Britney Griners. What a bizarre world. Look, the problem with online dating is... It's fake. There's no effort. There's actually no effort there, in my opinion. There's a lot of effort to being out there. Anything in life worth getting is worth working for. Yes. And if you're not feeling like, dude, when you see a girl, like you go out and you see a girl you want to talk to, you know what I mean? And like, you got to actually like overcome a a, a fear. Yes. Absolutely. You know what I mean? You have to shoot your shot, even if it's going to end poorly. Especially if it's good. Yeah. You have to do something. No, but you need to shoot shots that will end poorly to learn what will work so that you can get to a point where you can get what exactly, you want. Exactly, but sitting behind yeah. a computer screen or a phone screen all the time isn't putting yourself out there. Exactly, yeah. No, it's, it's, actually, it's desperate. Yeah. It's desperate. And I've been there. I've been there very, I've done it a lot. I used to do it a lot. The problem so. with uh, online and social media and these social dating apps, <clears throat> I really do believe, is mostly that you've taken away the barrier or you've added this barrier to where there's like a safety net. And, you know, if you try to, if you extend an invite through social media, the rejection is not nearly as harsh as it is like when it's face to face in the flesh, you know? Well, there's no, there's no point of reflection. We're like, if I if I put a if I put a profile online and you swipe left, well, fuck you. Ah, oh, maybe I didn't put enough pictures. Maybe my picture, <laughs> right. maybe I maybe it's the I'm gonna blend the profile. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how to do this. Social the media algorithm, anyway. man. Yeah, fuck the algorithm. <laughs> yeah, it's because I'm Republican. I'm pretty sure, yeah. Something like that. You could blame shit. Where it's like, if you're out there and like you go out to the bars and stuff, and you just can't get chicks. You can't get any. You know, not like I'm just saying, you can't get anybody to even talk to you. Or like, you kind of have to self-reflect and you know what's what's what do i need to do to make myself appealing to make my you know what i mean yeah maybe i need to get a haircut shave 
Cause that's, shower. That's work you, out. Are you just looking at me right now? I was. I didn't mean to do that. <laughs> he looked right at me the whole time. <laughs> I was thinking to myself. I'll be actually. right back in about twenty minutes. I got some grooming to do. <laughs> Get your shit together. It's pathetic. <laughs> I didn't realize we were doing this live today in person. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Wipe your ass once in a while. You can smell it from there. Yeah, absolutely. You know what man. I'm saying though? It's like you need the you need the feedback. Yeah, There's no totally. feedback online. You're just assuming what you think is wrong, what's not. You're always gonna blame it on something other than yourself. Yeah, one hundred percent. Absolutely. I don't know. I totally agree. And uh chicks are hard to gauge these days. Dude, I remember this one chick I went out with I just wanna talk about it real quick. And it was like <laughs> she, she was actually like she's I really hope she's doing well because she was a very good person. And she, you know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah. She was she was really nice, and, like, I couldn't believe she was... She was, like, one of those where she's, like, you couldn't believe she was really doing, like, online dating because she came from, like, a really good family, really rich neighborhood. And uh, the first the first thing I learned is her she married this guy, like, a couple months before. She married this guy, and then the first day of the honeymoon... He woke up and just told her, like, they, he woke her up and told her he made the biggest mistake of his life. Oh, and his, ba- oh, his bags were already packed. No. And he just went home. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Wow. <laughs> like, like, I just remember thinking, like, I was at a point in my life where, like, I wasn't, I wasn't, I was barely a man, you know? And I'm like, dude, I I just, I felt so bad for her. And it was like. That guy's not a man. He's a pussy. No, 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 right. (laughs) Because he didn't do anything about it before. But what I, all I could think is, here you are on a date with me, who's clearly broken myself because I'm on Tinder. You know what I mean? It's like, that's why I realized Tinder was like terrible for everybody. Because it's just broken people meeting broken people. Yes. And you're going to make, you know, like how many Tinder marriages really last? Right. Because man. you're not really, you're just desperate for any kind of love, any kind of reassurance that you're not a, you know what I mean? Like how bad would you feel in that situation? You would feel, you feel like you're worthless almost. Like it's a terrible. <laughs> like, yes, absolutely. I can't even imagine. And she was just desperate for like somebody to, you know validation absolutely and it's like man that's what it is and that's and the last thing she needed was tinder what she needed was to like go to like a festival or something you know like a place where there's just a bunch of horny dudes so many horny dudes hitting on (laughs) hitting on her that she realizes she's like a a a worthy person and people find her beautiful and you know what i mean like not even a festival but you know i mean there's places you can go and i don't know you could just go out. That's the problem. I think people, our society right now is so, 
I can stay home, watch Netflix, have Grubhub deliver the food to me. Well, well, the problem is you get into that mode in relationships. So, like, you guys right now, you've been dating for seven years, eight years, whatever. It's like, if you broke up right now and you just got thrown, like, you just got thrown out, you would be like, oh, my God, I want to go out, but who do I go out with? Oh, yeah. (laughs) You know what I mean? Because you're used to going out with each other. And so now it's like, I don't even have it. So, uh, I don't know. That's hard. It's got to be hard. And society hasn't made it easier with the dating apps. I think they made it more difficult. Social I, media made things more difficult. I, I did know a girl who, she dude, she used to bang dudes left and right. She was like a machine. We call and, this a uh, whore, actually. Uh, no, no, she's not a whore, dude. She, Slut. She, she knew what she was doing. This she's girl the uh, town bicycle. Uh, oh, yeah. What she would do is go on Tinder to get guys to take her out. And then she would like kind of set, like push them towards taking her. Like, oh, you know, this cool band is playing... And uh, while she would use them to take her out, so she had a guy to take her to the place, stand in the line, get her into the door and everything. And then eventually she would, like, disappear for a minute. And that's where she would meet guys. <laughs> wow. And then, so she could meet. And a lot of times, like, if you're, Emma, you know, you're a single girl at a concert. You go up to the bar and guys oh, are yeah. going to, you know, and if she liked it. She liked what she saw. She would disappear with this guy for the rest of the night and never go back to the Tinder date. And if noth- wow, man! And if nothing came, and the Tinder date was all right, you could go back with the Tinder date, or you could just go home alone and disappear. And it- if you're a woman who knows how to work that system, you're killing it. Made for women. They well, the thing is, men made it for men. But the smart women out there are just playing. That the women shit. who think like men are dominating are the platform. Because <laughs> they're doing it better than men. Yeah, you're right. Women that think like men can do it better than men. <laughs> That's right, dude. Because it's like being a gay man at that point. Yeah, the gay guys, they, uh, they just swing they just, into their neighborhoods and dominate the town. They go to a bar, they literally look at a guy, and they're like... Oh, yeah. And it's like, dude, hey, have, you, have you ever been out with a gay guy where it's like, dude, how... I'm more of a Tinder man than a grinder man, Mike, uh, but uh, that's, that's your I style. mean, I didn't go out with him like I'm on a date. I mean, like... <laughs> hey, look, to each his own, fella. I'm not going to judge. All right? I know it's lonely out there sometimes. I get it. I'm hip to the scene, but... Not my bag. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not saying that. I'm saying like we went out as a group. There's one gay guy in the group, dude. He just like look. I just remember him like he's like I gotta go to the bed. He was looking at this dude at the bar. We're at a table. He was looking at this dude at the bar. We're like we all like noticed, right? He's like I gotta go. They went to the bathroom. He came back. He's like yeah, I just got a blowjob. And I was all like, dude, my whole life still to this day, I'm like. It's that easy to be gay. It makes me think about being gay. Oh, it's that it's easy. Like, yeah. It's, it's that crazy. E- you guys did that with a look? With a, like, you just looked at the dude? That's pretty quick, too. I mean, a lot of questions involved there, but maybe that's who the glory hole was designed for, I'm assuming. It's for the gay oh, fellas. Oh, yeah, there's never a chick on the other side of the no, glory. No, never. <laughs> Emma, have you ever been on the other side no. of a glory hole? <laughs> yeah, there's never a chick. That's only in pornos. It's a chick. <laughs> You're saying the girls don't get together for ladies' night and they hang out in the glory hole room? You don't think somebody would have stopped them from going into the men's room? <laughs> it's only a man. <laughs> I thought we were in Chicago after all, man. Yeah. Everybody's invited. Uh, that's only in the public schools. <laughs> So, av- fellas out there, avoid the glory hole if you can, unless you're into if that kind of thing. If you stick your dick into a hole in a wall, it, 
99% of the time, it's a man sucking it. I oh, guarantee dude, you. There's the, not going to be a chick. Not many chicks out there sucking dicks in the mall. There's not a lot of chicks hanging out in the glory hole room waiting for a dick. Just waiting for a dick to, <laughs> waiting for a dick to pop through. Here's the thing, right? Oh, there's a dick. All right. If you're a chick, Time to get busy. If you're a chick looking for a dick to suck, you could just grab a guy and suck a dick, right? You don't need to go to a hole and wait for one to come through, you know? The idea of sitting there... With the glory hole, wait, like you put your dick through the glory hole and you're just like waiting? Or, See, uh, I think it's just a, it's just for gay guys, like it's for closeted gays. Guys who don't want to admit they're gay, they just, right. they're like, they're going to pretend it's, they're like, oh, I thought it was a woman. What's the Cameron Diaz movie? The glory hole. <laughs> I don't know. You're, you're our, uh, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, okay. Right. You're going to look up glory I'm hole sure starring. I jerked off to that to about a thousand yeah, times. <laughs> that would have been my childhood for three years. <laughs> all I would have remembered. That's all I would have remembered from age 13 to 16. If that was a DVD, it would have been so sticky. You'd hang it on the wall. <laughs> there had been a burn loop the on the CD. The su- <laughs> sweetest she wasn't part- Yeah, she wasn't partaking in the glory hole, but she's oh. looking through it, trying to figure out what it is, and then the water pipe bursts and comes flying out. through. Oh, it's a comedy, uh, including a glory hole. Not the same deal. Sorry, excited. fellas. Uh, got the lube ready and everything. Oh, man. I mean, anything Cameron Diaz, still dude. It's a white t-shirt scene, though. Oh, oh all right. Some nips? Do we get some nips? a clip for us. Yeah, let's get a little shot of this nip Yeah, nip clip. Ah, I could always go for some nips. Classic nip clip. I'm always down for that. Cameron Diaz. Dude, she's a total babe, man. Yeah. Small tits. But you're okay with it? Sexy. But it's still sexy. I like how you're like, small tits, but sexy. No, because, because, dude, big tits are, like, they're overrated. They're, like, automatically glorified. But, dude, I've seen some bad big tits. We all have, man. There she is. And, uh, oh, yeah. She, oh, she, yeah. she was she's beautiful. Yeah, she was a babe. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah you're right. She's got the uh, the young lady cleavage going out. <laughs> That's kind of funny. <laughs> so, yeah, we got a Cameron Diaz. Cameron Diaz. Uh, what a hot mama from the beautiful. back in the day. I think she kind of retired from acting, and then now she's coming back. So Whoa. we will soon get some Cameron Diaz uh, up on our screen. I'm assuming maybe a Netflix or HBO Max special, or it seems like all the famous people go to Apple Plus. Is that right? Apple uh, TV. <laughs> just John Stewart. Just Don, John Stewart. <laughs> no one's watching. Nobody knows. Nobody's watching John Stewart. What's Poor the guy. problem with John Stewart? He's on Apple, Apple TV. Nobody, nobody can find him. The problem with John Stewart is he doesn't like his co-hosts. That's the serious problem. The problem with John Stewart is he's on Apple TV and I have to listen to him on Spotify. <laughs> Even though I have an iPhone. <laughs> Makes no sense. <laughs> well, the problem uh, also going on in our country and in the world, Mike, is climate change, global warming. We all know that. And my favorite uh, minion who's uh, pushing forth the World Economic Forum agenda is none other than Greta Thunberg. How dare you? And she is uh, at it again, baby. She was on my favorite show in the world, The View. You know it. No. She was on The View. They had Greta Thunberg on The View? Yeah, she flew in on a pl- uh, private jet. and uh, Was the boat full? <laughs> <laughs> full of migrants, actually. Uh, now that you ask. And uh, I took a sailboat. It took me 30 days. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. How dare you? And so Greta was on The View talking about how, you know, Mike, uh, all this stuff were, you know, the gluing of the hands to the pavement, the throwing of the can of tomato soup and the SpaghettiOs on the Van Gogh. Not good enough, baby. We got to take it to another level. No. What's above a Van Gogh? A oh, Michelangelo? Man. Oh yes, we got tech. You know, here's the problem with the uh, we're out of state. 
production crew. Production crew let me down, they folks. Just can't That's handle, right. the, the slightest <laughs> bit of pressure, they crumble. This is the saddest moment in podcast history. Here we go. Greta, how dare you tell it to me? <laughs> I feel like I want to, in the future, be able to look back and say that I did everything I could uh, in this time when we were experiencing an accelerating climate crisis and when we still could avoid the worst consequences of it. We must remember that if we want to see real changes, we can't... If, if we look through history, if people who, who were ab- advocating for, for example, social justice, if they had only used the legal methods then we wouldn't be where we are today, for example, when it comes to to um, racial rights and women's voting and, and etc. So we need to think outside the box because this is an existential crisis. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't have said it better myself, Mike. Uh... Did that bitch just say women voting? She what? just said that we need to do non-legal activities in order to push the... Um, Climate agenda. It sounds like you're a young bitch who doesn't know what the fuck she's talking about. You have no life experience. Hey, what do you What do you mean? What are you suggesting we do, Greta? I, I, she wants us to eat bugs, man. Live in our pods. We'll have nothing. We'll be happy. Yeah, I hate this girl. She, I can't believe she's a thing. The problem with Greta, she bothers me on a level like uh, David Hogg. Do you guys know David Hogg? Yeah, they f- survived the Parkland shooting. Yes. And <laughs> this guy, <laughs> for those that don't know, this is like one of the first times Mike has seen me notating his F-bombs <laughs> so I can edit them because I am the production crew, believe it or not. You don't, realize, <laughs> you don't really realize how many times you say f- in an hour until you see somebody recording it. <laughs> Makes you wonder, am I the bigot? <laughs> I'm the solution, not the problem. (laughs) The problem is that we have people censoring our words. You should be able to use whatever word you want. Words shouldn't hurt people. That's the problem. We have too many pussies out there. If you were proud to be a f, you wouldn't be. You wouldn't be worried (laughs) that I called you that. You'd be proud to say, like, when people call me a wop, I don't care. That's right. I'm a greasy. uh, greasy I'm a grease ball. That's right, man. You need some olive oil? Scrape it off my skin. I'm sweating it by the hour over here. <laughs> Embrace it, folks. Yeah. That's what we're trying to say. <laughs> what did a girl tell me my cum tastes like garlic? I like oh, oh, yeah. Wow. <laughs> folks, we're getting in-depth and personal with the host today. <laughs> That's the funniest thing I ever heard. This is how we're, you know, we're happy the family doesn't listen, mostly. That's why. <laughs> That's the only reason I can say it. That and I forgot I'm almost here. <laughs> it is the dude, man, and f- lady fella show. Yeah, lady fella. <laughs> well, no, not that you're a lady fella. Lady She's fella. more like a lady dude. See, you're a lady who's as cool as a dude. Here's my thing with the word lady fella. I believe lady fella could be used for everyone. You're either, uh, if you're a fella, you won't hear the lady part. And if you're a lady, you'll forget the fella part. Yeah, you'll forgive. That's right. Right, lady, fella. <laughs> <laughs> lady, fella. David Hogg, this guy is the Greta Thunberg in our country. He is going to run for politics, or he's so, the Greta Thunberg of gun control. That's yes, he wants to take your guns. He wants to take our guns, yeah. and he's the face of the take your gun movement. And I'm telling you, this guy freaks me out because 
he is hell bent. He's been primed for this from a young age. He's going to be the face of this movement, and he's going to run in politics. He's going to be a governor, a Congress member. He's going to rise the ranks. It's going to happen. Yeah, absolutely. He's already out there. He's doing it. His whole his whole is thing he still is about in Florida it. though? He's got to get out of Florida if he's going to win. I think the kid's in past college at this point. I mean, yeah. when did the Marjorie Stoneman uh, massacre happen? We just had the actual... Uh, it was it, the Valentine's Day. It was Valentine's Day. Day. Can you look up at the... Uh, it was Marjorie Stoneman... 2016, 17? Yeah. I think it was around that time, maybe. Even. So these guys that were a part of that, the David Hoggs of the world, they... Um, oh, they were given free rides into college yeah, because so, they and, protested. And they're graduated at this point, yeah. I can only imagine. So David Hogg, like, he's... He's basically, uh, he's essentially. He's got such a like a, almost in politics. He's got he's got like the same douchey persona as like a Gavin Newsom. 2018. 2018. So we're at the five year mark. These kids have graduated at this point. Um, this guy's gonna run for some sort of political thing, and these are the people got to be worried about. You know what freaked yeah. me out about COVID and the masking and all this stuff? The youth embraced it. I know. The people you thought would embrace it the least. And these people are going to run for politics, yeah. and they're going to lock us down harder. They're going to mask. When we are feeble and dementia-ridden and we can't think or defend for ourselves, they're going to mask no, us no, down no. and lock us down. We're going to be just like the boomers, dude. We're going to stay in power till the day we die. Never retire. You got that right, Gen Z. Watch <laughs> yourselves, you fucking losers. You'll never get it from our cold, dead hands. <laughs> We're going to throw in a 95-year-old president. Don Jr. at 95? <laughs> the first man to live 150 years will be Don Jr. And he'll be president from 140 to 148. I believe the first female president, if it's not Kamala by default, because the what's his name is Joe Biden's just too dementia ridden, but no. I think the first female president will be Republican. Oh, probably. I really do yeah, believe that. Probably. I think Republican men have more respect for women in that regard than Democratic men do. I, th- I think understanding differences and the limitations of both sexes is respecting women more yes. than trying to... Like, you were telling the story of, like, in Colorado, I don't mean to steal your story, but Colorado or Emma was trying to move some boxes be- or the safe because nobody would move. No man was stepping in to help her and another female move it because that's what you get when everybody in the room believes in equity. If you're a chauvinistic pig, you would step in and help but if the you're woman. A sho- yeah, but if you're a chauvinistic Republican, you're like, oh, man, I'm not just going to watch this woman try to lift something heavy. I'm a man who should lift something heavy for the woman. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. I don't know. It just makes sense to like, I don't know. I mean, the safe weigh like 800 pounds. Yeah. And there's two women that weigh like not even 300 pounds together, together collectively. And then you got a man who's 250 sitting there, yeah. like, who could obviously put more of a force onto this safe. I don't know, man. It's, it's really, I think, hold, like holding the door for women and everything, like, that's not chauvinistic. That's You're res- talking about chivalry that's, and being a gentleman? It's respectful, yeah. I would take that. I don't know. i I love that once in a while you'll see it on twitter there's a picture of a man and a woman walking down a busy road and the side there's a side they're on the sidewalk and it's the sidewalk's right next to the curb and there's a brick wall right next to the sidewalk and the man is walking next to the brick wall and the woman is walking like next to the curb 
and the headline is what is wrong with this picture wow and if you read the descript the the comments it blows my mind every time because the one thing wrong with that picture is the man should stand in the more dangerous section absolutely you know what i mean 100 like, man yeah it's like dude but when you read the descriptions it's all like well they're equal and like you know it's <laughs> no i don't know it's you lose a lot when you're fighting for equality you know it's uh but that kind of stuff doesn't even take away from equality it's just being like a a decent person and like understanding that there are difference and it's not like weaknesses but like equality doesn't have to be like oh go fuck yourself if you want to be equal then you have to go lift that 800 pound safe well, I got a question. Like, like equality I got a should good be more like we should go lift that safe together, regardless of if you're a man or a woman. Like well, it shouldn't yes. have, you know. Yeah, because I have the same problem in the plumbing world where I talked about it before. Where you have these big giant guys, and they're like, "Oh, well, that hole is too small," so Mike has to climb into the hole and do the work, right? But then it comes time to carry the shit up the stairs. And the guys are, they want to do equal as me. And it's like, no, I did the extra when I could fit in the hole. Now your part is carrying more up the stairs because you're a bigger, stronger right. man, right? And it's, it should be the same thing with the women. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, like, like I could have still been like helping with the safe, but it could have been more of a joint effort. Because there's going like, to be a people, point. Yeah, know. my point is, is like, there's going to be a, t like, especially in the plumbing world, like there's a big thing in the plumbing world where women are kind of looked down on. Because you're not going to be able to carry the same amount of material up the and stairs. And that's okay, but I can do something else. Dude, but you're going to fit in that hole that I, I, I can't get into. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're, these chases and stuff, and then, yeah, I'll have to hand you the material and stuff. Right. It's like, and there's always advantages and disadvantages to everything. Right. And, and respecting the different, like, understanding the differences and then exploiting the advantages of the differences, that's just what makes a good society. That's not bigotry. That's not mas misogynistic. That's just, you know, listen, Emma, you're clear. Emma, you're 105 pounds. I'm sorry. I believe in equity, but you're not the one we're going to have carry the pipe up the stairs. And I'm, you know what and I mean? I'm, I'm totally okay with that. Instead, we're going to have Bear. To. We're going to have Bear who just graduated Alpha Phi or whatever. You know what I mean? like, that's, you know, I don't know. I totally agree. I think that that's not the issue like that's at, not at what for me it's like equity i know i can't do equal. a lot of things that equity is not saying equity used to mean you should be treated equal that's what i believe equity is you sh under the law you should have all the same rights as a yes. man you should be able to own pro you know own property vote all that equity is not oh we're exactly the same in every single way because the truth is, not all men are. Me and but Frank even aren't even the same the in every same, way. Though. You know what I mean? Not all, even all women are the same. So right. It's the same thing. Yeah, yeah, it's like, man, equity has taken a whole nother term or taken yeah. on a whole nother definition. Equity should mean like everyone should be able to fill in where they can, where their role best fits. Yeah. But how does your role best fit anywhere? If you're somewhere in between, my man, and that's why we need oh, to make sure shit. that we pass plenty of laws and rules for all the trans the people out there. Take it away, South Dakota. Uh, I forgot about the trannies.
South Dakota's Republican governor. Oh, hey, hey, oh I my forgot God. to warn everyone. Frederick Chicago. Yes, like <laughs> Michigan just dropped, <laughs> just dropped four inches, man. Anytime we do oh. Amy Goodman, I'm <laughs> sorry, folks. I really apologize dry. for that one. She's yeah. dry. Her she's, mouth is dry. She's very dry. It's always lady. dry. Yeah, all right. Signed into law a bill banning surgical and non-surgical gender-affirming treatment for young people starting July 1st. Medical providers who violate the law could face civil suits or lose their licenses. South Dakota is the sixth state to enact such a law. Tennessee could be next as Republican lawmakers advanced a similar bill Monday. The ACLU and others <laughs> vowed so to challenge it. <laughs> Oh, yeah. If I get this straight, Amy, your tone right now is... Oh, yeah, man. You are upset that South Dakota does not want to cut off the penis and balls of boys. Under, yes. Under 18. Underage. They passed the law saying they cannot do surgery under 18. And That's you're, right. You're upset about that. She is. Very. Did you hear her voice? She can barely get enough water. <laughs> <laughs> She's totally dehydrated. She sacrificed all her saliva just to get that out. <laughs> The ACLU's Chase Strangio wrote, quote, by shifting from safety to privacy, the rhetoric fueling anti-trans bills places the problem squarely on the body and existence of trans people. It was not something we did, did but just just who we are and how we look that was the problem, he said. This is Punchki. We we live in Punchki. (laughs) We're living through Punchki. For anyone who doesn't know what Poonchki is, oh, uh, this is the this is. We received a crash course on Poonchki. So, so p- we have a metaphor for exactly what's happened over the past. It's Poonchki. Three years. Those that don't know, <laughs> in Chicago, every Fat Tuesdays, because we're fat, <laughs> we celebrate by starting our day off with a a Poonchki. A Poonchki. <laughs> it's spelled a P A N. It's spelled no 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 no. It's spelled P A C Z K I. That's Poonchki. In Chicago, there's many different bakeries, there's many different places, many different immigrants from many different parts of Poland who have brought the punchki over. <laughs> so they all have their own different ways of making it. <laughs> My uncle prefers the punchki. It's still spelled the same way, but it's called a strawberry punchki, which That's means right. it has strawberry jelly. Oh, it. yeah. But it's a strawberry punchki with strawberries. So they not only do the jelly and the cream, <laughs> they throw pieces of an actual strawberry in there. And uh, he brought it, and my uncle's an Italian who was born in Argentina and immigrated <laughs> here, Chicago. Who likes Polish punchkis. Who likes Polish punchkis on Fat Tuesday. He looks forward, <laughs> looks forward to it all year. Some of his favorite times. He's a robust man. Loves, <laughs> Loves a good punchki. Loves a good punchki. My mom, the Polak from Poland, decides to break his heart and tell him, this is not a punchki. This is not actually a punchki. Even though the label on the thing says P A C Z K I, it says Poonchki. It says Poonchki. And then <laughs> she even corrects us as, as far as to say it's not Poonchki, it's called Poonchki. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Poonchki. No, 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 not Poonchki. Oh, right. <laughs> 
Poonchki. Oh, Poonchki. Sorry. It was also spelled wrong on the box, except for when she spelled it, she spelled it the exact same way. (laughs) The box literally said P-A-C-Z-K-I, and she looked it up online. She even looked it up online and was like, no, I knew it was spelled wrong. See? It's (laughs) P-A-C-Z-K-I. That's Poonchki. Come on, Poonchki, guys. We know Poonchki. So... As if, as if I didn't need to spell it out. They're Democrats. <laughs> <laughs> She's a Democrat. They live in different... Re- they can, like, see things differently. Well, this is a great so example to the Trump <laughs> saying he told us to drink bleach. He never said that. So when presented with the video of Trump not actually saying he drank bleach, they pulled up the transcript that CNN provides to prove... So. Forget about what he says in the video. Oh, yeah. I don't believe my eyes or my ears. This is the transcript from CNN. <laughs> We're living in 1984. This is Orwellian, the world we live in, where people are not believing their eyes and ears, and we're looking at the same image. We're looking at the same word. Same word. And we're not agreeing on what we're seeing. That is scary. We live in scary times. We're looking at the picture of the Poonchki and looking at the Poonchki in my hand. To be spelled the same word spelled you're looking at way. and told, no, it's not the same. But isn't that so representative of the world we live in right now and what we've been going through? Like, do not believe your eyes and ears. <laughs> These are not the drones you're looking These for. Are right? not the drones. <laughs> <laughs> These are not the poonchkis you see. <laughs> you do not want poonchki. You want poonchki. <laughs> it's not spelled poonchki, it's spelled poonchki. <laughs> We live in a world of insanity. Insanity. We're seeing the same images, the same words. We're pronouncing it the same way, but we're living in two separate, identical, but mirrored realities. That's the, what's going on here. It really is. And it's so Frank thing. got a taste of the Chicago that I've been dealing with where uh, That's right. he showed up, and one of the things that people love to talk about nowadays in Chicago is, you know, Frank, we got this thing going on here. I can't believe it. They're teaching about gay sex in, like, fourth grade. <laughs> don't say gay. And, and I don't know who the fuck passed this. Say gay. Say. <laughs> like, where's, where's Ron Perlman? The, say gay. And then the minute you bring up Ron DeSantis, they're like, Ron DeSantis? No, he's the devil. Why? <laughs> he did the don't say gay bill. No, no, I'm talking about why are they teaching my kid about gay sex in fifth grade? <laughs> You see the connection here? Say gay. <laughs> well, they're saying gay now. They're yeah. saying it loud and proud. In kindergarten. And loud everything. and proud. And everything. I feel yeah. bad for the kids. Oh, I forgot to tell you. I saw this thing. So it, it's been forever in the schools. It's like every school has like a, the, so, the social worker or whatever is in 103. So it's like 101. You know, because the main office is always like room 101. Oh, yeah, for sure. And then like the nurse is 102 or 103 usually. And... uh so every school has the signs all over that say, need a condom? Go to room 103. Wow. <clears throat> We're talking elementary schools? All, th- all schools. Oh, man. Wow. Yeah. So then the other day I saw a new one. and I, Dude, me and this guy, we were like, for two grown plumbers to just be like, almost pissing their pants. We were like tickled pink, dude. We couldn't stop laughing. <laughs> yeah, because dude. the side was, need a condom? Go to room 103. Talk to Mrs. Henderson. And then I really said, uh, 
Gay sex requires condoms too. Wow. <laughs> or no, suggested too. It was something about gay sex and you should wear condoms too. And we were laughing so hard. There's like, no way the fellas are why rubbering you, up for dude? that. Why would you? Would well, you? It's supposed to be an avoidance of AIDS. Yeah, but they can cure that now. AIDS? Only if you're Magic Johnson. I thought you could only get AIDS if you're getting it, not giving it. Oh, so you think the receivers are making the... I think if you're having sex with someone with AIDS, you... <laughs> the catchers are making the pitchers wear the rubber. Because I was thinking, if I'm only a pitcher, I'm not wearing the rubber. I thought they could cure HIV, but they couldn't cure AIDS. I thought once it got to a certain point, it was like, you're pretty fucked. But I think... Are you a gay man? <laughs> He's on to us. Get out of here, Big Mike. Big, Big Mike, Mike. are you pulling Mike. a Barack Obama on me, Frank? Big Mike, you you brought this man over here. Big Mike, make way for Big Mike. It's Big Mike. Let me see those shoulders. We got a seat on the Supreme Can you Court. You pull the basketball and dunk it. Big Mike, I'm here for the Supreme Court, bro. Number 48. <laughs> Big Mike Obama. Oh, yeah. Where's Barry? Show that little bitch a lesson. No, I think you're right. I think you're right. Because you could always, you're, you're still testing positive, but yeah. you don't have full blown AIDS, but you're still HIV positive. Yeah. It doesn't matter. All oh, yeah, of this was started right. by Tony Fauci in a lab. Uh, he created AIDS. I think he did, yeah. I'm pretty sure he did. And I do think we're pretty close to Fauci going down. I'm feeling it. And he actually, see, he tried to just kill the olds with COVID, but it turns out he only killed the old gays. So if your grandma or grandpa died. <laughs> oh, <laughs> secrets out, folks. Hey, <laughs> oh, yeah. COVID was old AIDS. <laughs> That's why it spread in those old folks' homes. They'd be fucking. <laughs> Oh, man. You ever know anybody that works in an old folks home? No, actually. Well, actually, uh, we know a guy who uh, has done some old folks work and more as a corporate fella, I believe, these days. Dude, the one thing they talk about is, like, the one thing they can't, they can't stop is, like, they fuck so much. Why would you stop that? Yeah. They're old. They got nothing else. Also, uh, Court, I was listening to an Adam Carolla and Dr. Drew recently, and Dr. Drew... Uh, very adamant that when you check the the old folks into the old folks' home, it is uh, statistically they got six months. Six months, less than a year. For yeah, sure. they yeah, they do not dying. live a, longer a than a year. There. You're dying. Yeah, you're. And and the family can't afford true hospice care like they have for Jimmy Carter right yeah. now. Like Jimmy Carter's a lucky guy; his family can afford to take care of him and his dying hours here. But at, uh, home. at home. In one in Canada Bunker Court or wherever the hell these people live, you know, <laughs> like most old people don't have that luxury, so they end up in these old folks' homes. I did go to um yeah. in high school. I went to a lot of the old folks' homes nearby the house, and uh, we would play music for them and uh, do the video games. But then we yeah. got kicked out of that group that we were part of for school because uh we were doing a, a kids charity event where we we're doing a haunted forest. 
and we thought it was a great idea as uh, 17 year olds to bring a handle of Jack Daniels. Uh, <laughs> oh, and, uh, that's what the co- Dad had to come get you. Oh, Dad yeah. had to come get me. Uh, the cops were there, baby. <laughs> they busted us. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> we got arrested. We were, <laughs> we were doing a community service event and we were drunk as skunks on a handle of Jack Daniels at fucking 17 years old, baby. Let me tell you the point of view from a younger brother. Parents were so proud. Your son <laughs> is going to do. A Here's commu- the greatest question: Community um, event. You're sitting there. There, the cops are holding the handle that's pretty much decimated, and they're asking, "Uh, who drove here?" And you raise your hand. Like, How'd you expect to get home? <laughs> well, you know, same car that got. <laughs> Good thing you guys caught us. <laughs> but the best, the best is seeing Dad passed out on the couch. The phone rings. Doesn't budge. He doesn't even hear it. He's passed out, snoring away. Snoring, <laughs> snores through the phone call. Mom answers it. Hello? <laughs> if, I, if you know mom, doesn't... Oh, yeah. Just, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> and the dad just getting up in a rage. Oh, the bear has been disturbed from his During slumber. His <laughs> 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 the bear has arisen. Dude.